Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Doug Carr, Scott Anderson, 97 on the ticket. Open lines, 248-539-9797. So lots to get to today, and, you know, one of the – well, the big stories that broke yesterday, we haven't had a chance to really get into our reaction to it, was that Ben Johnson, uh, the Lions offense coordinator, has taken his name out of consideration for the Carolina Panthers job. We said we get to our reaction at 10.50, and we will do so shortly. Brian is next here on 97.1. What's up, Brian? Uh, hello. Um, wanted to uh, – hold on a second. Do you got us on speaker? Because we should probably uh, – Remedy Take that. it off. Take it off speaker if you can. There you go. I was trying to do. All right, thanks, Brian. <laughs> um, I want to see the inaugural season of when Wayne State University brought back their hockey team, and they played the game at Wayne at uh, Michigan State Fairgrounds in their hockey arena, mm-hmm. and they had Gordy Howe there. They had Devin Skillian hosting the event. They had all kinds of stuff happening there, and it was easily the most intimate and energetic hockey game I've ever witnessed. It was really? a great time. It was up close. Everybody had a blast. But it's it's a little bit different to be in a small arena because everything is closer. Everything is more detailed. You can you can feel the hits on the ice when the glass shakes. You feel it. It's a great. It was a great experience, and I think I like it better than seeing stuff at the Joe or at Little Caesars Arena. I just did a quick Google search to to bring this up. That was an old barn. It kind of looked like an old yes. barn. Yeah, actually, yeah. And and was it anywhere close to sold out? That place was filled. And the I best part awesome. about it was they had these little coolers filled with Bud Light and just selling them you know, cans pouring into cups because that's all the facilities had. And that was the coldest beer I've ever drank. It was so much fun there. I remember I I saw um, wrestling there uh, indoors at that that barn at the state fairgrounds. Yeah, it was uh, ECW wrestling. So this would have been back in like late 90s. And I was so excited because I discovered this ECW wrestling late night at like one o'clock in the morning on a Friday night slash Saturday morning or whatever. And I'm like, this is the craziest thing I've ever seen in my life. I wonder if they'll ever come to Detroit. And sure enough, like six months later, they were here in Detroit. My buddy and I, we got tickets right away. And to be part of that atmosphere and the crowd, the place was packed and it was just an amazing night. Um, the wrestling was great and it was, the, the atmosphere was fantastic. And, um, that was it's one of those things when you heard that the, that barn got torn down because what is it now? Is it a uh, is it a Meyer now or whatever they, they did right. uh, Amazon or whatever they did one of those things um, that that was also taken down. I'm like, oh well, there's some memories there that so, are going to go away. Uh, you know, it's um, 
it, it, I've had this thought. So when the White Sox built Comiskey Park, the new Comiskey or whatever it's called now, U.S. Cellular Field, that was like the last stadium that was built before baseball started to retrofit stadiums and make them old school. And they had a lot of, you know, I, I think, you know, they paid homage to the, you know, some of the weird and older quirks of older ballparks um, and really, it really made them seem old school. I would love to see a hockey rink retrofitted with all the modern amenities, but it's an old school barn with yeah. like that, that flat end, you know, that they have with the like windows up top yeah. that kind of. I, I, we haven't seen anything like that. Almost, like a, almost like a field house. Yeah. No, I mean, they haven't done it like that, but it's like the, I mean, LCA, they have the gondola, which is supposed to be kind of an homage right. to what they had at Maple Leaf Garden back in the day, but it's not really, I mean, it is, it's an overhang, Yeah. Um, but it's not, it's definitely a modern overhang, you know, right. I, I don't think anything ever feels like it was way back, you know, 40, 50 years ago. Uh, but I'm with you. It would be kind of cool anyway, to see something neat? done like that. But you, but you, the problem is the new Olympia. Yeah, but you have to compromise seating, you know, and then you're compromising. Not my concern. I know it's not your concern. <laughs> and if you were a billionaire, you could do that, and that's your and, and you keep yeah. the price point where you want to keep it, and you lose right. money every year. But you don't care. You have a great venue, right? Yep. yep. Um, but you know how it is. It's all about economics, and it'll never be done because if you're going to have an arena that seats twelve thousand people. <laughs> You're missing out on eight thousand, and that's too much to miss out on. Yeah, I'm just wondering if there's a way it could be done because it it would be awesome. Because like, I'll tell you, the one arena I've been in that's kind of like that a little bit is where the Indiana Pacers play. It's got a little bit of an old school Fieldhouse feel to it. it used to be called was it Market Square Arena? Is that what it used to be? That was the one prior to it becoming Conseco Fieldhouse. Yeah. And now I don't know what the hell it's called now, but the RCA Dome. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Brought right. to you by. Mercedes. When did uh when when did you find out about Ben Johnson and what was your reaction? I found out when you sent me the text last night. Okay. And my reaction was there was a, a quick relief, like whew. and then I started thinking, well, I wonder why why he would stop this process because it's by lots of accounts, he's the front runner for the Carolina job. And that Carolina job could be pretty pretty sweet, actually. You know, they've got yeah. a pretty good defense already, and you get to go in there, implement your offense, and you've got a top ten pick, and you know, do you do you want to be able to trade up and get the quarterback that you want, or stay there and get a quarterback you like, whatever it is? Seems like there's a lot of a lot of upside to that job. But he said, "Yeah, thanks, but no thanks. I want to stay here in Detroit, and we've got unfinished business." To me, it's awesome because this is this is a huge sign that the culture has changed at Ford Field, the Detroit Lions, that it's changed. And I think that's it, it's such a good thing because we've had nothing but a bad taste in our mouth as Detroit fans, Lions fans, for a long time here. And I still understand people are reluctant to totally buy into it, right? Yep. I get it. Yep. You know, people say, hey, until the Ford sell the team or until they win a playoff game – and I understand that. I've been part of it too. You know, yeah. lived here for a long time and suffered through the same bad season after bad season and, and bad result after bad result and bad decision after bad decision. But I do think things changed. I think they changed years ago when Martha Ford took over the team. Honestly, I think that's when things changed. That was the beginning. 
Yeah, because she had a higher standard, and she put in that higher standard. And when things didn't work, she cut bait. It wasn't like you know her husband that was loyal to a fault. Or let's let things play out a little bit longer. Let's let's give him an extension to try it. No, no, no. She was cutting bait. And when things weren't done to her satisfaction, you had to go. Jim Caldwell loved Jim Caldwell, right? She said she loved Jim Caldwell. And then yet Jim Caldwell got fired because it wasn't good enough to be nine and seven. And you bring in the Patriot way and that didn't work. Well, that didn't last long either. You know, Matt Patricia was gone before year three was finished, right? Yep. So then you then her daughter takes over the team, and lots of eyes are rolling all over Metro Detroit. People say, whatever, it's gonna be the same old thing. And it clearly isn't. She's taken the lead from her mom. And she's done it a whole different way. She's blazing her own trail. You know, she's. it seems like she's the one in the family that's the giant football fan, had been going to meetings for years, and and really wanted to, to be the heir of this team and taken it in a different direction and found the right people to talk with, to have as an inner circle, and kind of lay out and define what exactly the new Detroit Lions culture should be And they've got the coach and the general manager that believe in the same thing that she does, along with her inner circle. And this is what we're what we're left with two seasons later. And and it's been a lot of fun to watch this. My first response is it's another, it feels like another data point that the culture, which is not something you can measure. So data point might not be the right word. Maybe it's just sign. Another sign that the, the culture of the Detroit Lions has changed. I, I, how else do you put it? There's 32 head coaching jobs. They pay you incredibly well. Why would one of the hottest names, who last night I read a story that he was not only the fa- he was a favorite for more than one job. Mm. And he removes himself from consideration because he wants to stay in Detroit. This is, is this, is there any precedent for this? I mean, Yeah. As for the Lions. Well, for the Lions, no. I mean, for other other coaches that have gone through this, sure. There were coaches, who was the guy from, uh, what was it, Josh McDaniels from yeah. New England that yeah, had famously I'm, taken a job sure. and then said, yeah, thanks, have, but no thanks, I'm Did they have a back. good culture there? Did they have a winning culture there? In New England, yeah, they do. But, but Detroit, it's totally different. With the Lions, it's totally different. It, this is a what? Or that just happened. Yeah, like, this is this doesn't happen here. Something else in a related, maybe it's a related, maybe it's an unrelated note, but it just didn't, something else I want to bring up because I think this also speaks to where I think things have changed. So the reports now that uh, that Sheila Ford Hamp was very upset with what happened with uh, as it relates to. Um, officiating and that she and other owners have gotten together and talked about this and that they're they're presenting a case to the NFL things have to change where the NFL is going to consider again going are they going to have to go to a sky judge for next year and bring and implement things like that so it's you know what before was kind of laughable or whatever yeah you can go and complain but nobody's going to hear it but now it's different because if she's rallying other owners to do the same thing then that's wielding some power there. I feel like we're 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 having a tell me the culture has changed without telling me the culture yeah. has changed moments. The OC removes his name from head coaching consideration. Kang, I want your reaction to the Ben Johnson news. And how did you react out there, Lions fans? 248-539-9797. 
He is staying in Detroit. 97 won the ticket. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.